It's lunchtime and the Brooklyn Cafe is open for business. Live from the Brooklyn Cafe studios, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat at the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream making. If you have a story to share, or a movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in free, 888-994-4995 right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe on a beautiful Tuesday afternoon. It's already August, what is it, 10th? 11th, I think. 11th? I think 19th? it's 11th, 2020. I mean, what the hell, man? I know. Somebody put the brakes on the year. Welcome to all our friends all over the world. We want to say hello to the UK who's watching us. Monica's watching us. Still trying to get our stuff together. This pandemic and this virus has slowed everything down in the production world. It's not as easy as it looks. How would you like to go to Hawaii? I would not. Really? Getting on a plane for 12 hours. How would you like Hawaii hours? to come uh, to us? I would love to for Hawaii to come to us. Actually, Hawaii's coming here? Hawaii's coming but here. But you're moving the whole world? I'm moving the whole world. Be how, careful what you wish how for. How is Hawaii coming to us? You'll see one day this week. I've got Hawaii coming to us. Have you ever been to Hawaii? No. I have. I've never been to Hawaii, so I, I'm very excited with this platform that we get to bring people to us because you get to see all the nuances of different places. However, everyone's home always looks the same. So unless you're going outside and seeing the volcanoes and the lakes and the rivers and you know what we should do? We should find someone from Greece and bring them in also. I think we should do a show from inside a lava pit. I don't think so. Freddie in a helicopter. I can put a lava pit back there. Happy Tuesday to you. We didn't get our morning show. We had a, a crew meeting, a family meeting, I want to call it, but a crew meeting this morning. So a lot of things happening and a lot of moving parts, new shows today. New shows, new moving parts, you know, and it takes a lot to put this together. I know that people um, who have been watching us now for almost five years is that they think you slap this together and you go, oh, that's not the way it works. Yeah. Everybody in here is doing something, even Latina Selena was just practicing her lines and everything else. She's, uh, she's doing her thing. Everybody is working hard. Everyone's got a project. Everybody's doing something. You know what I think I should do? I think I should um, brand a pillow. I think you should get a brick. <laughs> Phone book? A cinder block. <laughs> I think you should get a higher chair. <sighs> that white one. Maybe we'll switch the white one for me a little later. Thanks, Slick. I'm yeah, a little thirsty, Slicky. Thank you. Thank you. It's been Thank a great you. day, though. Happy Tuesday to you. Happy, happy, happy. I went down to Barrel of Monks um, and dropped off five pounds of our coffee. Nice. And asked them to put something together with the Barrel of Monks, with the Monkers. Yes. The monkeys, the monks. The monks. Um, and we're going to have some fun with that hopefully in the future and do a little bit of that. I also want to see if we can call End of the Ave. Oh, we should do that. If they're not too busy, if somebody could get a phone number for End of the Ave. Call Jamie and Morgana, see what they've got. Cookie and hot dog and taco-wise at the End of the Ave. We've got a really cool guest. We've got three great guests coming on today. You don't even know who it is. I even hesitate to tell you. We've got a book author. Talk about Stop Worrying by Your Anxious Child, Dr. Tanya Crombie. And we also have a spectacular intimacy coach joining us on the 1 o'clock hour. What's an intimacy coach? An intimacy coach. Yeah, what is that? About sex and intimacy, particularly for women. 
However, hold if that, you're that, a that, guy wait, hold and you on like a second. Hold women, on, slick. You hearing this? I ain't going to be taught by a lady to have intimacy. No, she really works with women about being more intimate and loving yourself. And Dr. Chelsea Page is going to be joining us on the one o'clock hour. So she's going to find the secret to the word no. She says it's okay to say no. However, you got to love yourself, and then maybe you don't want to say no. So we're going to be talking to her on the one o'clock hour. It's about like women's see, issues, somebody gave me time sex, and intimacy. I know a pretty cool subject, right? And then in between those two great shows, we got a new guest coming on. He wraps caskets. Yeah, I heard you talking about that today. That's so, an interesting right? uh, phenomenon. And this morning, a friend of ours, Lynn Everard, he sent me this contact, and the guy reached out today, Jamil, on wrap caskets. And I thought, who would ever wrap a casket and why? And then the more we talked to our crew on our pre-production meeting, the more they said it's a really <coughs> cool thing. And of course, the one example that Jamel used today was someone who liked magic and unicorns and rainbows, and then he was able to put a layer of sparkles over it. So. You know, maybe we need to make a Dignity Memorial connection tomorrow. We've got Wayne Henry joining us tomorrow with Dignity Memorial. Oh, and yesterday, our s'mores piece, by the way, because it was National S'mores Day, Sweets by Milka found us because I tagged s'mores, of, of course, on social media. And a life coach that we know reached out to Sweets by Milka, who reached out to us. And she makes her own marshmallows. Not only does she make her own marshmallows that are healthy marshmallows, she stuffs them from the outside in, so the marshmallows become like the cracker, and then she stuffs them with chocolate and crunchies, and it's like all in this perfect bite, surrounded by a marshmallow, and wait, it gets better. I got a lot of treats for you coming up. See what happens when I don't talk to you in a is while? It, is it sugar-free? We can ask her. She also does it with cheese sticks. So the cheese becomes the outside, and she stuffs the cheese sticks. And she's Hispanic, so win, this win, win. Where'd you get all this? Just telling you, branding and working. When did you do Just when this? you think I just roll out of bed looking like this and I walk in by the grace of God, these are the things that we've been working on behind the scenes at the Brooklyn Cafe Show. That's pretty cool. So people who think all of this just falls together magically, it kind of does, but it does take some phone calls and follow-ups. I think you need an assistant. As a matter of fact, I had a phone call today with someone who works with the creative mind with virtual assistants and making ideas and events come to life through assistance and placement. So I was talking to someone today about that very such thing. It's funny, you get all these creative phone calls. I just got a call from FPL to pay the bill. No, I That's already paid I the bill, so we're good on Not that. Here, I mean, and I just paid the Comcast bill and we just got our Mobipop. You know what I love about our Mobipop? For people who don't know what it is, you gotta check out our Mobipop. You, you text 55312. The message is CAFE, C-A-F-E. It is this easy, quick link synopsis of what we do, who we are, how we do it, and how to get in touch with us. You changed it? No. Well, yes. You changed it. We just changed the verbiage and the pictures. It looks a little more like us now as we've aged so gracefully. At least you have. I don't know. No, I don't know, about, I don't know about gracing age. As all I can oh. tell you, but it's a great link. I've actually been sending it to people because you can't send a link and then another link and then a YouTube page and, and a media kit all at once. It becomes overwhelming, the amount of things that we do. We don't realize it's overwhelming, but for someone just learning about us or someone just tuning in She doesn't me, realize it's overwhelming. Me and Slick are here. We're losing our hair. You're done. He got no hair either. I can give you my secret if you want. Why? To long, luscious hair. Uh, yeah. We'll talk about the intimacy coach. That's a whole other story. 
Anyway, it's a little overwhelming with the amount of things that we do have, yes. but the MobiPop links makes it, it's very easy. You see what we do, you see the branded picture, you get a quick synopsis, page two tells you about the history of the Brooklyn Cafe, what our mission is, and then at the bottom all you have to do is click on previous links, you can see our shows, you'll be able to watch it live streaming, and then you can contact us. All the information is right there, it's kind of like a simple boom, 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 one, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three, and that's what I think you know, people's attention span is about like this now. What? Huh? And you gotta do it. Listen, this afternoon we have Amy. Amy Rachevsky. Yes. doing a um, a show, and I hear it's a humdinger. Humdinger. No, people were emailing last night. They were messaging, and I happened to be on the computer to answer them back. How they can watch the show if they can't watch it live? Will they be able to watch it in recording? Absolutely, you'll be able to find that on. Art with Amy Rashevsky. It'll be airing on that page. And we're also taping um, Kids and Capes. And that's airing. We've moved there at night to Thursday night, which is a really great segue into our Kids Television Network on Saturdays. Hector reported to me that he is not doing the home kitchen piece because they are renovating or something in his kitchen. All right, so we'll have to play so a rerun. So can't do this. we have to play either a rerun or something. I was thinking he should do an interview about behind the scenes. Oh, that'd be cool. And just put that up there. <laughs> I kind of look forward to seeing you had the cooking. I gotta something. tell you, the pancakes, I've taken some of Hector's tips and I've actually, well, I don't cook. I've relayed them to my daughter who's been at my house the past couple weekends making pancakes. Hector's tips, and one of the greatest tips, I saw he added vinegar to pancakes, which makes them fluffy, which you would never vinegar. think. Mm -hmm. Vinegar. And he also takes a skillet that's just the right size for like the perfect pancake. So instead vinegar. of putting multiple pancakes in one skillet, you kind of just do one per skillet. It takes a little bit more time. I'm not so patient. However, they make this perfectly round, delicious, crunchy edge kind of pancake. You put stuff in your pancakes, like fruit and stuff? So yes, on Sunday morning we did, I had old bananas, so we did banana chocolate chips. So that was kind of good. And then normally though, I'm a big proponent of blueberries. What's your favorite? Blueberry, chocolate chip, anything wet. Mm, yeah, that was yesterday's conversation. Slick got you covered on that one is all I can tell you. A lot of things coming out. They're going to let us know when our guest comes on. But I need to get some of our crew out here because I have some questions for them. You got questions for the crew? I got questions for the crew. And we're going to get them out Look, here. Look, they're coming out. And here they go. So I want everyone to grab a mic. Let us know when our guest is on. Anything to me does not do me a whole lot of good, guys. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Apparently, I need to send new codes to our guests, so stay now, hold tuned. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We got no one here. She's right over there. Hold on. Um, take so it everyone easy. that Don't is um, logging in, I do need to send you some new codes. So hold on. One second, so you need to make sure you have a mic. And I check the camera. And this is a rolling working classroom, which you will see in MobiPop. We explained that as well, that we are a working classroom with interns from different schools. So bear with us as we get that rocking and rolling. You ready, Selena? Ready. All right. Hi, guys. This is Selena V. I'm broadcasting live to the Brooklyn Cafe, and this segment is brought to you by Healing Moments. Healing Moments is the best way to overall relaxation from hostile massages to relaxing rooms. Check it out. 
Healing Moments Wellness Boutique specializes in integrating scientific and ancient therapies to relieve physical, emotional, and psychological distress. Through the power of touch, coaching, and meditation, clients experience pain relief, relaxation, healing, and detoxification. Contact Healing Moments Wellness Boutique at 561-931-2187 and experience Boca Raton's Healing Haven. Enjoy the benefits of an individualized treatment plan to help find your feelings of peace, complete balance, and wellness. Call Healing Moments today, 561-931-2187, and be rejuvenated. Let's all welcome a new sponsor to the show. It's Ant2TV, the first and only internet production company that's truly plugged in. When you're looking for a full-service internet TV radio production company, discover Ant2TV, a full-service production company that can provide all streaming videos in studio or remotely. They offer web page development, and they use all the latest platforms to help make all your business selling points more powerful. They can do remotes or live radio streaming as well as tape productions for social media platforms and television. Amp2TV can handle all of your television needs, including closed caption for a perfect on-air telecast. Choose from a variety of creative TV and radio packages or visit one of their many studios to get your creative juices flowing. Come and see why Amp2TV works with many major companies, including Comcast, Bravo, and Fox 29, as well as individuals and businesses of all types and sizes. To see samples of their work or to find out more, visit their website at amp2.tv. That's A-M-E, the number 2.tv, or call them at 866-224-5422. Feel free to call for a quote or just a consult of how to put your business on a social media platform or radio platform, or just doing a show that is covered by all platforms. Call 866-224-5422 and make an appointment. That's platform to amplify the impact and voices for Gen Z and Millennials, covering topics from small businesses, cooking, inspiration, and hot topics. 2020 puts a modern spin to what is happening in our world and everyday lives. 2020 Network has something for everyone. There's Slick Speaks, Petty Unscripted, Small Talk, Homemade with the Animator, Musical Therapy, Spotlight, No Pun Intended, Callaway's Corner, What's the Tea, We Will 
be sure to help you amplify your impact and inspiration on the 2020 network. We are an upbeat, dynamic group that turns every show into a great time. At Carmen Care Advanced Laser Therapy, our professional team specializes in finding the best alternative laser therapy treatments for your painful conditions. Do you suffer with chronic pain, a post-traumatic injury, or simply looking for the benefits of cell rejuvenation to the skin? Schedule a consultation today to understand how photobiomodulation can help reduce your symptoms, reduce or even eliminate pain. Give us a call today, 561 605-9577. We focus on treating you who has a disease, not a disease that defines who you are. Contact Carmen Care Laser Therapy today, 561-405-9577 or CarmenCareLaser.com. Hey, guys. Today, hey, Slick. You know what today in history is? What's today in history about? When hip hop's first made at a birthday party. Really? Who yeah. was the hip hop? Who was the hip hop artist? First in Bronx, name was DJ Cool Herc. Duke, oh no, Cool Herc is a nice DJ. But speaking of, yeah, they're they're on. They're on. They're on. But speaking of music, besides you know, speaking of music, besides DJ Cool Herc, I would like to you know portray Mr. Jimi Hendrix. He got to be like, even though I don't listen to majority of his songs, and some people told me I'm supposed to listen to his music behind the music. Definitely, man, definitely. But Jimi Hendrix, besides uh, besides um, Cool Herc, was like an influence. He's definitely on that watchtower right now. Facts. And that was your Today in History. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. My partner here is is trying to send out some information. Keep going, keep um, chatting. Teddy, Gio needs you to go into the Fuego board so he can look at it. Nice job, Yes, Carlos. I know. You're getting the full glasses, the full effect of me trying to see and my age creeping up on me. What are you going to say? What are you going to do? I didn't even notice you had glasses on until you mentioned it. It's all good. I'm sending this to our guests. We had a technical change on our platform. It's funny because I always say that this is the great equaling platform, and it is, but because we have a double encrypted system, we change our codes often, and I got the code that we were on air. So it is all good to go, and I'm updating everyone on that, and we keep going. Slick, how was that day in history? Day in history was nice. I didn't know DJ Coolhart brought hip hop to the Bronx. To the Bronx. To the Bronx. To the Bronx. I need you to go tell Teddy to talk to Gio on the phone. To the Bronx. To the Bronx. You know, Are it's you funny. Are you a hip-hop fan growing up in the Bronx? I was not, but hip-hop was big in the Bronx. We had, you remember Flashdance the movie? I told you this story. That's from the Bronx? She did a piece in Decalb Avenue on East Tremont, where I grew up at. 
and my crew, one of the kids advancing in there on the cardboard underneath the L is, was a guy in my crew. That was a spectacular piece. Jennifer Beals, I mean, certain movies just go down in history. I wonder what- Gio, call, talk to Gio on that board. What movies our crew thinks- I know, I but he wants to help you. What movies our crew thinks really go down in history? You know, those are like old school for us. There's Dirty Dancing, there's Flash Dance, there's all those movies that we go, wow, you just know are iconic. One day I wonder what are gonna be the iconic movies of that generation. I got a, I got a story for you. I was at, I was at JFK Airport. I don't know where I was going, but I was online and I'm getting ready to book. And Jennifer, Jennifer Beals comes in and she has no makeup on, her hair is a mess, and she's walking. And I didn't recognize her until no, they said, you, right. until they said, Jennifer Beals, Jennifer. But I remember when we were doing the film, she came out to watch. Were you in it too? No, it was in my crew. But the kid that could dance was like, he used to break that on cardboard. It's amazing how people can do that. They spin on their back and they do all these kind of funky Spins things. on his head. I don't know how they do it. Slick is definitely taking control of the floor today. He's doing fantastic. Everyone's doing their pieces. Nice job, Selena, on healing moments. Got to check in with Tracy and fill up some of these water bottles is what we got to do. It is How's time she doing? To do that. I haven't heard. She went on vacation for a little bit and I'm hoping she's back, but I have not heard from her in a while. We've got Leslie Carmen. I'm excited at Carmen Care. They are so busy that she's like two weeks out booked to come and do a segment with us. So next week we'll have she's Leslie so busy. from Carmen Care Cell Rejuvenation Center. I Very know. Very nice. You see? So it all, what do you always say, patience? And I actually saw Broward County Schools are now online at least until middle of October. I don't want to talk about that. I'm thinking Halloween. Imagine opening things up for Halloween. You go back as, oh, someone had this really funny thing to do, Siri. Ask Siri what you're going to be for Halloween. They come up with all these random things, which is kind of cool. Val, <clears throat> let us know when somebody is on our call. 197,000 kids have been affected in the last two weeks. I saw a piece today on really what it's doing to children with special needs and their families and how difficult that is, especially for kids that are on the autism spectrum, how hard that is. 197,000. And now there is a new strand, apparently, that is affecting the lungs and deteriorating them. I saw that. So people who run marathons... You know, when you run a marathon, you open up your lungs to expand. And what happens is when you open up your lungs to expand, you're not making your lungs stronger. You're making them weaker right. to disease. Does it make it stronger in, dur in durability and things? Yes. But does it stretch it all out? Yes. And they found out they just had a gentleman, 21 years of age, died. He was a long-distance runner. This guy was like the Rocky Gibraltar. He lasted three days. Slick, can you do me a favor and see if Val needs any help? Because I think um, Teddy, her, is our point person, is in another board. So she's in there on her own, and we got three people calling in. So well, make the, sure the funny thing about all of this is that you never know. What is healthy, you know? You don't even know what that's. Okay. Right, that's Let us know when we've got a caller on. Is there one on? She's waiting for the caller. Okay, just let That would be on. waiting for the caller. You understood what he said? All right, so while we're waiting, I found this brain entertaining from Judy Herman. Oh, God. All right. So I'm going to give you guys three words, and you're going to tell me what they all have in common. So all of these have a common theme, and these come to you from Judy Herman, our brain entertainer. 
And I know Freddie loves these so much that these are kind of hard. So I'm just pointing this out to you ahead of time. So I have a she's warning the public that Freddie the idiot cannot answer these. That's what she's Not saying. at all. Yeah. You're okay. much stronger in math than the English part. Okay, go ahead. All right, mule, gravy, and station. What one word theme do these all have in common? M-U-L-E. M-U-L-E, gravy. Like gravy? Uh-huh. Train, like the gravy? And station. What do they all have in common? What theme? People ride something. You already said it. Train. Mule train, gravy train, and stations have oh. trains. Common theme. Not so bad, right? Gravy train. All right, so piece of cake. Keep it on the theme of transportation. Like gravy train. Instead of saying, eh, you got it, she don't do that. She don't do that. Well, I wanted to give everyone a chance to see. All right, ready for the next one? Band, chuck, and wheel. Wagon. Ding, 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 ding. Wow, okay. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to stop now. <laughs> you like, so like, wow, two for two. All right, ready? Third one. Food, fire, and dump. Food, what? Fire? Food, fire, and dump. What do these all have in common? One word theme. What? Truck. Truck, yep. Food, fire, and dump, truck. Nice job, Lenny. All right, ready? Next time, talking to your mic. Okay. Street, port, and wash. Car wash. Good. Wow. I know. That was bad. You're good at this, Freddie. Ready? Stop, boy, and school. This was kind of hard. Stop, boy, and school. Stop, boy, and school. What word can you put with all of these? I guess it's a common Stop theme. Stopwatch. A boy watch? Yeah, I, could li I like a boy watch. That's kind of a cool thing, too. Do, 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 do. I know, we're trademarked. I got about 10 seconds. I don't know this one. Anyone know? Stop, boy, and school. Bus. Bus. Bus stop, bus boy, and a school bus. Now, let me tell you something. This thing is what they put on the SAT. <laughs> right? And I never understood any of it. I don't even understand it now. Yep. And I never and I never scored well on there. Who the hell? Why do you need to know a word association like that? All right, ready? One more, and then we've got a we've got a caller. Golf, go, and shopping. Swing. swing. Golf swing, shopping swing. That'd be a shopping spree, but you're close. Golf, go, and shopping. <laughs> Sometimes it isn't what you say, it's the way you deliver it. <laughs> you thought I was right, yeah, you got it. Anyone know? Selena? Lenny? Cart. Golf cart, go-kart, shopping cart. Ding, ding, ding. All right, guys, nice game. Thank you. That was Judy Herman of Brain Entertaining. You can find her on social media. She does amazing things to help realign those neurons in your brains. You're realigning, Freddie. Keep going. Anyway, uh, thank you to all of our guests that were patient with me sending out new login credentials. We've got our first check-in. We've got Dr. Tanya Crombie joining us, author of Stop Worrying About Your Anxious Child, which is kind of funny. As I'm reading through, it go, yeah, me, me, me. 
Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for joining us. Stop worrying about your anxious child. It's spectacular because I remember, I remember we were talking last week or a couple weeks ago about what you used to do for your son and they told you to stop. Right. And he would like rub a button for, to calm himself down. And I remember taking my daughter to the psychologist and they told me to stop doing everything for her and stop literally wiping her bum when she was in preschool. Like she was four years old, you either learn how to do it yourself or eventually you learn how to do it. And then you go into all these anxious childs. You know, as parents, we all kind of do these things that were so not perfect, nor do we profess to be. And I always say, you know what, you'll complain about me when you grow up. And I guess they do. But welcome. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Dawn. I'm thrilled to be here. And um, yeah, I'm an imperfect parent too. So everything you said, I totally resonate with. And I, that's me too. And this is your perfect timing for your book. School's starting, we're going virtual. There's all kinds of different levels of anxiety of those going back to school physically, of those not going back to school physically, virtual, and parents. What are we supposed to do? How do we help our kids? And how do we help us as parents? Well, like my, the title of my book says, you know, the first thing we need to do is we just all need to take a collective breath and tell ourselves that right here in this moment, we're okay. Um, because we're all feeling so much worry and anxiety as we adults. And even if we don't realize it, the, our kids are looking to us to show them how to feel. And so if we seem like we are freaking out and we can't handle it and we aren't okay, then our kids are not gonna feel okay either. We have to set the example. Tough to do. Right yes, now. it is. It, not only is it tough to do, it's tough to live that example because, um, I mean, the reports that I've been watching coming out of just opening up schools for two weeks is, is very scary, to say the least. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of external forces right now that are making children paranoid, children paranoid. And they're coming home to tell them parents what they're seeing and what they're going through. And it's just turning into the worst nightmare in the history of mankind. See, the problem is that when you have children that are fearful on the outside and they're coming home to explain what's going on out there, the parents are going to freak out. I mean, that's going to be your first reaction. What do you do? So it's a tough, tough deal right now on both sides of the equation. What does anxiety look like? What are some things that we should be looking for? Well, um, I'm gonna, first I'm gonna just address really quick that point because I have two kids who are in real life school today as we speak. So um, when you say, you know, the kids are scared and they're coming home and they're telling their parents stories. Yes, that is me. That is exactly what I'm experiencing right now. Um, and so what anxiety looks like is not just that fearful, nail-biting, shy, meek little kid. It is also angry kids. You know, when we think of anxiety, you should think about fight, flight, or freeze, because that's what anxiety looks like a lot of times. It looks like people who are fighting, and that's why we are seeing so much fighting in the world right now, because we are feeling so much anxiety. Um, flight is a lot of just escaping 
You know, we are escaping into Netflix. We are escaping into break, baking bread and baking pies and all this kind of stuff. That's, that's also how we deal with anxiety. And that's what our kids are escaping into TikTok videos and Snapchat and all kinds of strange things that I don't even understand with my teenagers. And sometimes it's being frozen. Anxiety looks like indecision. It looks like I cannot decide what to do right this moment. And we are seeing that again in our parent, all the parents out there who are sitting there like, do I homeschool? Do I send them to school? Do what, what should I be doing? We're all trapped in indecision. Um, and so are our kids, our kids are, are kind of frozen. Like what's the right thing to do? What is the right thing to do? What do we do? How do we help? <laughs> like I said, you know, the, the first most important thing for us as parents to do is to find that place of calm within ourselves. It's so important. It's so difficult. I don't, like I said, I've got kids at school. I've got kids that are texting me pictures of how crowded the classroom and how crowded the hallways are. So I get it. I do feel the stress. Um, as we are speaking, I got a letter this morning. My kids have been in school for three days. This is day three. I got a letter this morning that a case of COVID has already turned up, a positive case at the school. So it is stressful. It is overwhelming. But at the same time, I am working really hard and using every practice I've got to keep myself in a place where I can be the kind of parent I want to be for my kids, which is a calm, centered, grounded parent. So I want to be the strongest energy in the room because anxious energy is really, really strong. And if I don't really work on keeping my energy calm, then that anxious energy is going to sweep up everyone in the house, including me. And how are your kids? You have older kids. They're in high school. How are they right. dealing with all of this? You know, they are doing, I think they're doing well under the circumstances. You know, it's not perfect. It's not, you know, like leave it to beaver. <laughs> the kids are, they're a little freaked out about different things, but they are getting up, they're going to school, they're coming home, they're doing their homework and they're making the best of a bad situation. So I'm super proud of them for, for doing what they can right now. And this isn't anything that you've got your MBA in. This isn't anything you've got your degree in. I mean, you've got your MBA as in your doctorate, industrial organizational psychology. I guess that's kind of close, right? As we're dealing with the emotional aspect of it, but industrial, not, you don't think schools, but perhaps it really is all in alignment. Yeah, it is like every one of us, you know, I have a whole, long history of different experiences that built up to making, leading me to doing this. Um, so yes, the psychology degree helps. Um, yeah, understanding something about how organizations work helps. Being a mom of an anxious kid is actually the real reason why I focus on this, um, this area, because I, yes, I learned a lot about psychology to, when I was getting my PhD, but um, I learned a whole lot more when I had a precious baby in front of me who was struggling with anxiety. Um, and so that nothing will motivate you more than seeing your own child struggling. North, you're in North Carolina? 
I am. I'm just outside of New Orleans, actually. That's outside of New Orleans. So we were talking, that's right, over the weekend. This is kind of like the epicenter of, but yet they're going back to school. Now, has a decision been made they're going to go back to school? Is it a 50-50? Is it a, can you opt out to do virtual or you must go into the school? So for my children, the decision was made to go back to real life school and they're there are different school systems where I live. The school system that they are in is real life school. It started last week. There, there's another school system that has opted to wait to start until after Labor Day. Um, and the position I understand in my children's school right now is if they decide to go virtual, they do have that option. But if they decide to do it, they have to commit to doing it for the entire year. So it's a, it's a really uh, so if they pick to go in, there's no changing. That's kind of what they're saying. Well, I'm gonna tell you, I don't know who the superintendent of schools is there, but I would love to put him on the air. Well, think you're New Orleans, right? You know what's going on in New Orleans. Uh, well, I know New Orleans, right? And I know I know a lot of the problems in New Orleans. I got a lot of friends down there. Now, are the schools requiring the kids to wear masks or no? Yes. Well, the other, as I'm talking to you, the other thing that I think about is your anxious child doesn't necessarily mean a school-aged child. I mean, I've, my son is 25. I had a phone call with him yesterday and his anxiety with what he's going through and studying for the bar and a whole other level of what's going on with that. It doesn't even, it, the things that cause the anxiety change, but mm -hmm. it doesn't change because as a parent, you've got a child that's anxious, you still feel it. So what are, what's something we can do now or in the future to help? Yeah, so you're absolutely right. I actually, I coach parents of anxious kids. So I have parents, clients who are, have little bitty kids and I have clients who have kids in college because your college is actually one of the roughest times for our kids, especially that freshman year of college, their anxiety tends to be as high as it ever will be. and. You know, it's a, that's a tough, tough adjustment to leave home and do all those things. Um, so, like I said, I know it's not easy, but one of the best things we can do for our kids is to model good practices. Because a lot of things that our kids, they don't always do what we say, but they do what they see us do. So, especially if they see us doing things that help. So, if... You know, if they make a note, wow, mom doesn't seem quite as wacky as she usually seems. I wonder what she's doing. That kind of stuff actually does impact them. So finding practices that work for you and then in talking to your kid about it, talking to whatever age they are, you always have a way, a language that you can use that's appropriate for that age. But to say, when you say to your kid, you know what, mom's feeling anxious right now. Um, that says it's okay to feel anxious. It's normal. We all feel it sometimes. That in and of itself, that message is so important to say to our kids. I feel a little anxious right now. And in, depending on their age again, you, would, you can say things like, so I'm feeling anxious, so I'm going to do this thing that I do that helps me. I'm going to take a few deep breaths. I'm going to do some yoga poses. I'm going to sit and meditate. I'm going to go for a walk. Maybe I'm going to um, have a dance party, you know, with your little one, especially if you're doing virtual school, 
the dance party break, I highly recommend it. It's great for everybody's anxiety level. Um, and so they're going to see you doing these things. And then when they feel anxious, they're more likely to do them themselves. And they tend to be a lot more open to that. Whereas when you sit with an anxious child and say, now do this, you need to take those deep breaths. Most anxious kids who are in the throes of anxiety, they can't do it. They can't process what you're saying because they're anxious. Um, they're resistant. I mean, I can't tell you how many parents, myself included, have sat there with an anxious child and said, take some deep breaths, take a deep breath. And that it just doesn't work in the moment and you're feeling anxious. So it's just, but if you do it when they're not anxious and you teach them things, they will have those tools. You make me feel calm. You know, the funny thing <laughs> is, you make you feel calm? Well, well, the funny thing is I've seen people spank their kids in the supermarket because they're screaming and they're telling them to yeah. stop screaming and they're spanking them. I told you about that story. I saw that one time in the supermarket, and I said to the lady, let me hit you, see if you're going to stop screaming. Right. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I, I think that the, the tendency of parents, um, they don't know better either. I mean, they have a history of running, or now they've become parents that run because of the first time of distress. The problem with this whole thing right now is that it's wrong. You know, we started out in March, and here it is, mm -hmm. August. And they have said to us a long time ago, this is going to last for two years. Oh, it's not going to last for two years. Yeah, this is going to be around for two years. Children are little factories of germs on a good day. They're always putting <laughs> their nose in other people's fingers and other people's noses. Children are children. You remember when you were a kid? We were all kids. We all walked around little German factories. So you're going to ask children to stop being children? Really? I don't see that working. I really don't. And now, I, I remember my mother was the only mother who went to my kindergarten to watch me in school. And I had to behave. It was probably the only time in my life I behaved in school when she was sitting there. Probably the only time in your life you behaved. So I think that you <laughs> should be able to have the option. I don't think anybody has the answer to the problem right now. I was telling Dawn, and I hate to say it, but I have a statistics, 197,000 children in two weeks have gotten sick. Let me go look it up. It happens to be a true deal. It's how do we deal with the, the anxiety of it. Do you work with individual families and clients as well? I do. I work with uh, parents. Um, and yes, that is, we all are feeling anxious, like I said. Um, the one thing that helps us because we all hearing, we are hearing those statistics. We just what you said is so true. We don't know the right answer. We don't know when this is going to end. Um, but I try and remind my clients and my kids and myself all the time that that it's not necessarily new. We just feel like it's different. That we because we've never been able to predict the future. We've never known what was going to happen tomorrow. What we have is right now you know the saying i think it's from kung fu panda the movie if you've ever seen kung fu panda it says you know the present is a, it, the right now is what we have it's why we call it a present the present because it's a gift and so right this moment is what we have and i keep if you just keep coming back to right this moment and reminding yourself that right here right now i'm okay right here right now i'm safe I don't know what's going to happen in a minute, but right here, right now, I'm okay. It does help 
us feel calm right here, right now. You're amazing. How do people get in touch with you and get your book? Uh, I would love to offer anyone who's watching a free downloadable copy of my book at fromanxioustocalm.com. And they can get in touch with you there as well? Um, if you can um, get in touch with me uh, at guidanceforthefuture.com. That is my website address. Fantastic. And for more information, I actually got the downloadable book. I was reading it last night, and it's incredible. How to deal with haters. I've been there too, sister. Find your calm in the chaos. Coping strategy and who's in the circle. And if you don't have time to read the 72 pages very quickly, she says, all right, read this chapter and this chapter and this chapter, and it kind of summarizes it. If you need a quick fix, and then you can go back and read the details. And I love that because... I was reading it last night before you came on, so I love that you guided me towards those chapters I needed to read, and then it gives you a good overall sense of what it is. You're awesome. Thank you so much. Stop Thank you, guys. It was so great to with you. Good luck. Stay in touch Thank with us. Thank you. Bye-bye. We're going to go to commercial break. When we come back, we're going to wrap the caskets, and there's no other way to transition other than with a commercial, so we're throwing this over to Slick. Going to talk about Dignity Memorial and then come back and talk about wrapping caskets. How to stop worrying about your anxious child. I feel like I'm like an anxious mother all the time. I worry about everything. All right, Slick. It, it's funny that you say that because an, an anxious and urgency. When she was talking, I was, um, I was thinking the difference between being urgent, urgency and being panicky and there's a fine line between those say two pretty close. exactly and i wanted to touch base on that um, human emotion right now is running high and no matter what's going on right now who you talk to whether it's in the business outside of the business people are ready to take each other's heads off the first thing out of the mouth is like what because they are so anxious We'll have to bring her back on and do a whole segment on just I want to talk about that whole fine line. Maybe we can get her to come back another day. Excellent. All right. Here's Steve. All right. So let's stay positive. And cup is half full, right, Freddie? So this segment has been brought to you by me, myself, Slick, and Dignity Memorial. And Dignity Memorial, you can lock in your prices and have peace of mind for pre-planning on a funeral arrangement. But basically, I want to touch upon the free online dinner seminars, and the free scatterings. You can save up to 30%, plus you have two free free online things, guys, and a free scattering. And remember to always lock in your prices with Dignity Memorial, and we'll be back with some more Brooklyn Cafe. The way you live your life says a lot about you. choose to commemorate your lifetime can say even more. It's a single event that speaks volumes. So how do you celebrate a life? Dignity Memorial Providers believe that your memorial service should be as unique as you are, reflecting your personality and your passions. It should be a perfectly tailored send-off, a fitting tribute for family and friends to celebrate the person they love. We're professionals at catering to your every need, 
right down to the catering. In fact, no detail is too small. So when it comes time for a fitting tribute, we'll see that your final wishes are beautifully fulfilled. It's what Dignity Memorial providers are known for. And why you should rely on us to see that your life is well celebrated. Celebration of a lifetime begins here. Here at Small Talk, we look for any challenge possible. Whether you have pictures that you need a slideshow with some cool music, or you're good with camera work, but you want to create the film of your dreams, I can help. No amount of footage is too big or small. Tell me what you want, and I will make it happen. Call today at 866 224 or email me at smalltalktv2020 at gmail.com. Remember, any idea you come up with is never too small. Call today to get your dream project started at 866-224-5422 or at smalltalktv2020 at gmail.com. If a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Have you ever felt that your voice goes unheard? And you think that you can make a difference if only someone would just listen. It's time for women in business to have a place to step into your power. A platform to embrace your hopes, dreams, and your visions. A voice to heal and restore. Your voice can make a difference. We have the platform to share your story and let your voice be heard. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself the chance to be heard and shine bright. Contact New Dawn Media by texting CAFE to 80800. That's C-A-F-E to 80800. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. I, I love your what security. What makes you smile? The way he goes. <laughs> That's Not great. Time That's good. You know, stop, stop questioning yourself. Okay. Music now, what was that? What was that was that? from um, Neil Diamond. Hello again, it's called. Oh, I love oh. that song. And tomorrow, Lenny's doing music therapy, and we're going to change it up a little bit tomorrow. You've got to look forward to this thing. Right, we got some yeah. new stuff we're going to be we're doing. We're going to talk about the more about the history of this, each each song I'm selecting. We're going to talk specifically about where the the origins of the song came from and the meaning of the song specifically. So, nice. it's going to be a different, uh, whole different 
bag of shells. Hold different angle and come up on that one. Yes, and I want to also, I want, uh, I want to call, I'm going to change Slick's name to P-Vibe. Positive Vibe, P-Vibe. Because everything with initials. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. The P-Vibe man. That's all I can tell you. We can hard pass that I name. Think hard pass. We can hard pass Do that Do you know name. I used hard pass the other day on really? somebody, and yeah. they looked at me and says, <laughs> who the hell you think you are? Hard pass. Now, I want to bring up real quick before we get to our guest, uh, Dignity Memorial. You know, I buried my parents. I buried my father a year ago. And they have the, uh, they, they were nice enough to put my parents up. My mother, when she died in the hurricane, they said, Mrs. Santori, you don't worry about nothing. Let's get mom going. We got to go. And they took care of business. And then my father died. They took care of business. And I got the, the, the paperwork after a year. I got the paperwork finally. Um, and it's Dignity Memorial who put that whole thing together and their stamp is right there. And I have a maintenance clause in there that I'm gonna take care of after the show. Um, and it goes to show you because I remember when I spoke to Wayne, I was amazed at the way they treated me. I mean, who am I, you know? They didn't know me in Puerto Rico. I gave my driver's license to bury my mother to the gentleman said, so "I promise." Uh, there was no way of getting him money. The banks were closed. Everything. There was no cash in the country. It was shut down. You either dig a hole in the back, or Dignity Memorial came to the rescue, and they they put my mother in a tomb. And then a couple of months later, we got to put her back in the graveyard. But I just brought that up because when they were doing the Dignity Memorial piece, it reminded me about how they helped me at a time of need. Okay, you gotta understand that under the circumstances, my mother died during a hurricane in Puerto Rico, and they were there to help me. They didn't know me from Adams. You should have seen, they put flowers together for the casket. And there was no way in the world that you could find a flower after a hurricane in Puerto Rico. And I said, where are you gonna get them from? She said, don't worry about it. She went downstairs to the cellar where she went, and she came up with a few flowers and there was Dignity Memorial that was there for me. So, you know, get your Dignity Groove on, give them a holler. Uh, they always be there, not only as a company, but as a friend. And I just, I just wanted to mention that. And Wayne's going to be here tomorrow from Dignity Memorial, Southeast Florida, joining us and sharing what some virtual events they've got going on to get all your pre-need and some free planning and some guides for your help. So tomorrow at 12 o'clock, tune in to see Wayne Henry. Dignity Memorial, Southeast Florida. And if you are not in Southeast Florida, they can get you in touch with somebody in your area all across the United States and Puerto Rico as well. Yep, absolutely. Good people. Very right, nice gonna, people. I think Jamel Robinson is on. He says his camera is on. So if he's on, Val, let's bring him over. We wrap caskets. See if he's on. Is Jamel on? Vinny, can you see if Jamel is on, please? He's telling me his camera's on. Maybe not. And there he is. Oh, there he is. Hey. You guys hear me fine? Man. Yes, you're on. Welcome to the show. Awesome. Hey, thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. You know, we start with so, the uh, we wrap and it's the caskets thing that you go, hmm, that's one part you never thought was coming when you go, we wrap, I think gift baskets, caskets. Caskets is an interesting aspect because we did a piece on a gentleman from the Bronx um, who who is a big time, but there's been some some rappers that have died, and I saw their caskets wrapped. Really? But I, yeah, that's why when you said, when you said this to me, I've seen it before. I never put one and one together, 
But I guess it would people like you that wrap this thing, they don't come made that way, correct? Correct, correct, correct. I mean, Cassie wraps allow a lot more creativity to go along with the, the, uh, the funeral, which we call a celebration of life, to celebrate their life and their past and their hobbies and loves and joys they had with themselves. And so just like I, I love the um, the commercial with the, the, uh, the funeral home, and she went to the uh, hearse going around with the NASCAR. So that was pretty cool. So, and just in the same kind of essence that, like, say if someone had a, a thing for NASCAR or football or any kind of hobby they liked, anything they enjoyed, we can actually put that on the casket as well. So we can have, like, NASCAR race numbers on the side or hot rod flames or, I mean, it's endless. Even if they were in the military or whatnot, we can have something with Navy or Marines or whatnot. So it really goes as far as they wanted to go to. It's interesting. How long have you been doing this? So we've been doing it for almost about four years now. So it's been and growing and growing. And how did you come up with this idea? So it all started, uh, I mean, it's been done beforehand for maybe almost a decade by now, but it's always been like very low key, not too commonly known. And we started out here in South Fort, Fort Lauderdale to uh, try it out and uh, try something new. And it started spanning from there. People liked it. They caught attention to it and really grasp the idea of how creative you can be to add to the funeral services. It's really interesting because I was thinking this morning driving in, I'd never thought about it. And I was telling you, our crew says, yeah, that's amazing. And then you tell me this one idea of rainbows and unicorns and a layer of sparkle glitter. And I think, all right, you got me a sparkle glitter. That's maybe, what you were talking about. Maybe rainbows and unicorns, right? So it can be so much more personalized do you get a different kind of casket or can it be on any type of casket? It can be any kind of casket from adult caskets to nice round curved caskets to child or baby caskets. There's really no limit what kind of casket it can be on. So they're all, every casket is a, a beautiful canvas for us. So Now I got a, I got a question away from the casket. Um, maybe you're the company that I saw. I know that people take hubcaps, bumpers and parts of cars and they put it into this water-based piece that they put it in there, and when they take it out, it comes wrapped. It is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I actually had to see it in Fort Lauderdale. I don't know if it's you. Do you guys do that? Well, that, what you call, is called hydro-dipping. Yes. That's not wrapping. That's basically a, um, a, usually a tub of water, yes. and they have a film, like a really delicate film, kind of paper-like film, they dip, they dip whatever kind of item or material onto it, and that film wraps around the material. But it's not really like a vinyl wrap, but it's it's kind of in a, in a similar sense of it. But that's called hydro dipping, and that we don't do for the coffin. The coffins be way too heavy to kind of flip over and put in a bucket of water. That'd be a little messy. And what's the response you're getting from the casket wrapping? I mean, everybody loves it. They are when they get it, they. Usually we send a proof out before we start production. They kind of get a hint of what it looks like, but when they actually have it in their hands and in front of them, they can see the fine details and textures of the design all over the casket. They're usually mind blown and really excited, and usually can't wait till the funeral starts and to here's really the just show crazy off. Thing. Your turnaround time. People are grieving. You got to get a picture, a proof, approved, and wrapped mm -hmm. before obviously the burial or the entombment. Yes. Yeah, so our turnaround time is three days because we understand funerals are very, or you can't delay a funeral. You can't do it. It's you have to be quick and prompt with the situation. So, 
our time is three day turnaround. The first day is that we received the casket and we start a design process based on the type of casket that's provided to us. Once it's approved of the funeral home and the family, then we start production with printing. The second day is all production, taking the casket apart, wrapping it all over and heat treating and everything else we have to do. And then the third day is the final little touches and then we deliver off to where it needs to go, whether it be in Florida or Georgia or Carolina or wherever it needs to go no, no. at that point. So a three-day turnaround time. Drop off the pickup. Wow. Interesting. Unbelievable. Ever thought about it? I guess now that you're thinking about it, it would be something you'd be interested in doing? I would be. What would you put on it? You know, I would love to see some some of your your stuff. What would I put on it? I don't know. You a know, microphone and a camera? No, that would be some of it. I, I think it's a whole... They um, Dignity Memorial did a um, Celebrate Your Life here for me. And they wanted to show me what it would look like if I died and what they could put together for me. So everybody mm -hmm. thought that I died. You know, I felt like the Beatles and people were bringing me flowers and tears. And they thought I died. But they, sh they came up with some of the most unique stuff. Baseball, football, cameras, lights, and they put it all in there. Can you, who selects this thing? Do you do it before? I would love to have them talk to Dignity to put this whole thing together before. As pre-arrangement. Yeah, because if you do, if you know what you're going to be doing before, then you can turn around even faster, no? Yeah, we have like numerous designs from over the years. We have designs and ideas we could utilize in advance in the case they want to use something else, maybe like uh, for a football team, or they want to have butterflies all over. We have a butterfly design. Or again, like we have a Marine one, Army one, Navy one for all the different categories already pre-made in case they would like those things. So we have a sense, like a, uh, a preset of... Uh, designs ready as well interesting how, how do people get in contact with you you have a website so yeah so we have a website which is we wrap caskets.com <laughs> of course he does <laughs> I know, simple and also, so also we can also be found on we wrap caskets on instagram and facebook as well to see some of our works and uh, designs that we have and we yeah. constantly update throughout time There's so different flavors and designs and styles and people love them We'll cool. introduce him to Wayne tomorrow. And I'm going to go to your website. I want to see some of the designs and things that you have on there. Check out Instagram. You know, it's funny. I um, I got, uh, over the weekend, I was looking up some family history. And you know that we have an uh, emblem. On a shield, A right? shield in my family. Now I find out that there are rings, mason rings and things of that nature that carry it. Um, and I took some pictures of stuff that belongs to us. So I don't know, maybe a throwback to that. Interesting. It's really strange. Life is very strange. But then you meet this guy <laughs> and it gets all normal again. You know, it gets all normal again. WeWrapCaskets.com. We're going to check out your Instagram page. You know, we will get you in touch with Wayne Henry with Dignity Memorial and see if we can make kind of a networking friendship. Hey, that would be beautiful. I really thank you for that. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Check it out, wewrapcaskets.com. I know it's one of these unconventional things, but it's part of life and death is all I can say. Well, it's really funny that um, nothing ever ceases to amaze me. Really? I know. Today is one of those days where you just have to flow with what it is. I Every mean, day we got to do that. I mean, think about it. A, a, a casket, you get it right. Now, for young children, God forbid, but young children, I can see it really being a necessity and sweetness and stuff like that. Seniors that want a legacy, I could see that. But then I'm thinking about what makes you float, you know? What makes slick slick? What makes you you? 
And all of these become symbolic gestures on the casket. It's okay. The amount of things that we get to talk about on air is truly, to me, such a blessing. We're going to send it over to Lenny. This segment brought to you by Gabaram. Hello. I'm going to talk about Gubba rum. We got it in vanilla flavor, and we got it in coconut. This is 35% alcohol, but it's so sweet and wicked smooth. And it goes down so easy. Now, we're doing a special promotion. If you buy some Gubba rum, we will give you a free commercial on Brooklyn Cafe TV. So please come to GubbaRum.com and Brooklyn Cafe TV, and we'll do the special promotion for you. It's so sweet, it's wicked smooth. Welcome to your vacation staycation. And what better way to kick back than to blend up a sweet pina colada, a smooth mojito, or just a nice stiff rum and coke. If you want true relaxation and enjoyment, then you want Gubba Rum. Gubba Rum is a unique rum infusion. Gubba Silver Rum is infused with real shredded coconut. And Gubba Rum Gold is infused with real shredded vanilla bean. Both are made with certified organic ingredients. Each infused Gubba Rum is 35% ABV, 70 proof, and as we say in Boston, wicked smooth. So if you're looking for the best combination of taste, smoothness, quality, and price, your clear choice is Gubba Rum. If you want that wicked smooth taste for yourself or your vacation, staycation, visit GubbaRum.com to find your closest liquor store that carries Gubba Rum Gold and Gubba Rum Silver. Gubba Rum, it's wicked smooth. CBD store, our trained and highly educated staff can help recommend the perfect products for you. Stop in and see for yourself at one of our locations in Pembroke Pines, West Boca, Boynton Beach, or Singer Island. Or call us today at 561-437-1080. Again, that's 561-437-1080. I look very snazzy right now. say guys you've been watching the brooklyn cafe show join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs now back to dawn and freddie s
lyrics on that? Yeah. What's the last part? Because I'm like a lyric head that I always get them wrong. I make them up in my mind. Well, I said the last lyric is, but losing everything is like the sun going down on me. But before that, it's, um, I liked, I just allow a fragment of your life to wander free. Now, you know who sang that song? Elton John. You know who's yeah. Ding, 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 ding. What is Elton John? What now, is have Elton you John? Seen, <laughs> have you seen the latest? They have a tribute to, to Elton John. I think it's his birthday. Something's going on with him. So people are dressing up like him. That'd be cool. We should do an Elton John dress-up day. I think we should. With the shoes and the glasses. I'm all in. You could be, you could be the black Elton. Me? Yeah. Going to be his sidekick. I'll be Jimi Hendrix. All right. Oh, we should do a musical dress up Jimmy day. You just, Jimmy you just like smoky CBD. I'm in. Oh, I can do it, yeah. Purple haze. Uh, what did she say? You outrageous. Barack Obama. Barack Obama. You can pull off Barack suit. for sure. I definitely got the suit. Wow. Halloween's right around the corner again, see? Wow. Now, let me, ask, let me ask a question. Let me ask you guys a question. If I said to the world that Michelle Obama was going to be on our show, I said, Michelle O'Brien is going to be on the show. She's going to do the show. How would you guys feel? I'd be here Hello. on time. Okay, Big so name. then you're everybody would tune in because Michelle Obama is going to be on the show, right? So Michelle Obama shows up. She sits in that chair, and it's not Michelle Obama that you think. It's just a Michelle Obama. Any Michelle Obama. That means you led them astray. Now, how does that make you feel? Bamboozled? Why? I never said it was the Michelle Obama. I said, said Michelle Obama. Oh, so I must assume her. I assumed her. Oh, her. now there I is a lesson in life. I assumed her. So when they tell you I'm going to be on the iHeart radio station and they put you on an app that has nothing to do with the station, how do you feel? Bamboozled. And that's, that's today's tip of the day. That's if you actually know. Well, I'm going to tell you something. You better know. Because what you don't know can hurt your whole bunch. You see how excited they got Michelle Obama's yep. coming? Ready to bring in our next guest? You're going to love this one. Uh -oh. Dr. Chelsea Page. Yes, she is I was a waiting. licensed professional counselor in Colorado, a master's in mental health counseling, and her doctorate in human sexuality. Ooh. So we're going to be talking about sex. We're going yes. to talk about intimacy from the women's point of view, I guess. The woman's oh, point that's of view. it. I'm out. <laughs> I got to go. But you know what? You can always I'm learn something new. You can always <laughs> learn something Doc, new. I'm out. She's going to put a staple <laughs> on me. I can't say nothing. Hello, hello, well, Freddie, you're already out, apparently. <laughs> He's already in trouble, Doc, so. <laughs> the doctor's in the house. And you notice what I did, I put her on the one o'clock hour because I nothing can follow this subject. I so I had this. to put it towards the end of our show because in the beginning, there's no way to follow. You can't follow it with caskets, for sure. You can't follow it with anxiety <laughs> in children. It kind of had to be, we had to, had to do a build up to it. So welcome to our show. Thank you so much. Well, I'm no Michelle Obama, but hopefully I'll do. Oh, she heard that. <laughs> you absolutely do. And what I love so much is we reach out a lot on social media for people. And by the time I go back and forth, sometimes it's two, three weeks till I find out actually what people do. But not mm -hmm. you. You sent me this, like, great pitch, easy, done. I got a great understanding of what you did. We booked you, and here you are. It was like this unbelievable turnaround. For in the industry, it was spectacular. So thank I you for all I want to know what she does. I'm going to let her tell you what she does. Tell us what you do. Uh, well, I'll tell you. Yes, well, you contacted me recently, so I'm so happy I had this time. But yes, I do self-love and intimacy coaching. So really just helping women 
feel so good and so strong with who they are in like the relationship with themselves, the relationship with their partner inside and outside the bedroom and just freaking love and life. So I love what I do. I love it. I love that. Freaking love and life. But what I love so much you said, and I hope, <laughs> I hope some of our crew is listening to this. It says, um, Slick, all self-leadership, responsibility, Definitely. knowing, loving, growing, advocating, et cetera, so women can play big in life and not small. To live a heart-led life that is inside-out living and loving rather than outside-in. Living big, not small, inside-out instead of outside-in. How, how much can I be myself? Because I, I got questions. She looks pretty like she's good on honesty. Ask all the questions. I am I mean, an open book. So. She's, she's all the way over there. She can't hit it me. It starts so. with loving you. Well, I, gotta ask, I can hit you, though. I got to ask a question. Yes. Okay, so I understand women empowerment. I understand women that are getting it together, getting out, being strong. So is it fair to say that maybe some of the major problems we have is that women weren't? I think that's a definitely a puzzle piece for sure, because if women were actually owning into who they are and sharing their voice and playing big and not hiding away, then there can be a lot of changes that happen in this world. And I respect that because sometimes you gotta look at where we are because of where we were. And I'm mm -hmm. glad that she's speaking out. And I wish that more women were like that. I think there'll be better understandings in the bedroom, outside the bedroom, everything in between if women sort of <clears throat> did their part. What does that mean? And here it goes. What do you mean did their part? <laughs> well, listen, you're looking at a woman here who's telling you to stand up and be strong, right? Well, stand up and love you. Okay, whatever. However you want to color the, 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 the purple the crayon. The crayons, I hear love uh -huh. you, yes. But a man, you know, men, we're, we're not wired intelligently all the time, especially emotionally. We sort of, Ooh. but it's true. Oh, come on. Really? Really? You won't even say hello to a girl and buy her a drink. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. The bottom, the bottom line here is that if women were to say, listen, this is what I want, would it make things better? Okay, I got well, one yet. Yep. Well, that's a piece that I definitely teach women with because my past, personally, is I was a mega people pleaser. So speaking up for what I wanted, what I needed, what fit for me, one, I had no idea what the heck that actually was, but then to actually share that is so important to live an amazing life and have an amazing relationship because nobody is a mind reader. You have to speak what is in your heart. Yeah, you, you know something? I got to give you a bell for that because a lot yeah. of times, a lot of times <laughs> guys are blamed because we're not mind but readers. But how many times but do we women act, know what they want? Okay. If you've been in, if you've played small, or you've been in a bad relationship, or things that your mother doesn't, things that your friends don't tell you and your mother doesn't teach you in that talk, how do you know what's okay to want? Because what we see on TV is you're either like out there in these some crazy wild movies, or you're like, you know, the responsible lady, but there's a whole lot in between. Yes. And what is it okay as a people-pleasing female, at least in my generation, you're a lot younger, is it okay to ask for, because we've been so trained differently, again, my generation, mm -hmm. not yours, of what you were supposed to do. And my mother's generation, my grandmother's generation, totally, what you were supposed to do to please, I'm sorry, a man in the home was about pleasing the man, whether it be cooking, raising the children, keeping the house clean, and the bedroom side of it. It was never, the training never was 
you count and you matter. And suddenly here we are empowered and say, you know what we do, but now we don't know what to yeah. do with it in the bedroom. We can, I don't cook, but I could cook. We could do all those other things. We know how those skills exist, but when it comes to our body and what we can do, there's this whole level of, am I good enough? Mm -hmm. what, if, what if I'm not good enough and what if I'm doing it wrong? How do we yes. play big in that field? There is, well, the shoulds that you talked about, that gets passed on from no matter what generation that you're in and just the culture that we get in, there's so many shoulds. And you know, what I teach women is to really start accessing is what feels good to you and advocating for that. And that comes with just being curious about yourself, listening to yourself and finding what feels good because what feels good to you is gonna feel be different for me, which is gonna be different for another woman. So we have to find our unique feel good and then express that and feel comfortable with that. But that takes vulnerability, which a lot of us are not comfortable doing because it's scary. And but on your website, you have a lot of blogs that there's the emotional side of it. And that's mm -hmm. okay too. It's not always about the physical connection. There's the emotional, mm. intellectual side of intimacy. What does that look yes. like? Yes. Well, the emotional connection is huge and it really starts like the heart and the base of it is the relationship with ourselves because I strongly, strongly, strongly believe that the capacity and the strength of our relationship with others is a mirror of our relationship and connection with ourselves. So the stronger we're in ourselves, the more we could be emotionally connected to others. And that emotional piece is so key to going into the physical and sexual intimacy. It all is this holistic, uh, it's intentional intimacy. That's what my whole business is based on. And you have to have all the pieces for it to be strong and sustainable. Now I got a question. You have children? I don't right now, no. Okay. When you have children and it's a female, the female mm -hmm. is going to look at mom, right? And mom is mm -hmm. going to be her mainstay. She's going to love dad because all daughters love their fathers. I get that whole Sigmund Freud thing going on there. But, <laughs> yeah. You're but, but, well, I'm just being honest. She's a doctor. She's heard everything. So the girl yes, is going to listen and watch the mom. So the mom it's got to get it together in order for the child to get it together and then mm -hmm. her children the female get it together and this thing about doing things like cleaning the house and serving the man i don't hear that no more i'm so tired of that I, listen mm -hmm. a dirty house we both live in if you don't clean it we both suffer yeah, but it's how you're brought no, 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 up no, no, it goes no, back no. to how you're brought up no let's get rid of all that okay. leave mom in the closet and then be you because I think that I have proven over and over times, we went to the moon because the five women got us there. Mm. Was it five men? Five women got us there. And there's going to be a woman president. Maybe that's when this whole stupid thing turns around. But it isn't because he's a woman. It's because women are people. People are people. Good people are better than, than, than people. It's not about what you think you should do. Just do. So I love the fact that you finally have a doctor all the way from Colorado. You should be in Florida. You should go on tour and talk to everybody, well, I, every woman in every state. Well, I'm online. That's why I moved my business online. I mean, I got a push and a shove from COVID, but I wanted to be online anyways. And that means I get to help women all over the world. I have some people 
in my world on Facebook and in my coaching and everything from Australia. So I, I get to touch you know, so many women's hearts. And so we can, just like you're saying, Freddie, be able to just be ourselves and to shed all the crap from generations before what we're supposed to do and should do and just be ourselves. We're not supposed to be like walking, talking robots. And, and something Freddie, you said too, about, you know, the cleaning of the houses and everything like that. And I think what's hard right now is there's no boxes of what we're supposed to be in for gender roles. So we have to talk about it. We have to communicate, well, what works for you? What doesn't work for you? And find a system that works for each couple and each individual person, not a one size fits all, if that makes sense. There you go, absolutely. My sister used to send me in to clean the bathroom. Just for me, mm -hmm. for her to go in and say, okay, let me show you how it's done. This went on for years. I never cleaned it good enough for her, but she was sending me a message that she could do it better. And it isn't now until I'm 58 years old that I understand what my sister did. And because of that lesson, I you am- clean the bathroom. No, forget about the bathroom. I, I am, I have a, I'll clean it. I have a work ethic like you're never gonna see. It's never about what you do, it's about what more you can do. And she showed me that difference. And that was my sister that taught me that lesson. But do you know how many women I'm gonna tell are in a conundrum? I don't wanna say pain right now. Peanut butter? They're kinda stuck in peanut butter, they're stuck in the soup because they're everyone's home now with their significant other a lot more. And I was really amazed that you had this whole blog post about being home in quarantine doesn't mean you have to have sex every day. Why not? Thanks. Why not? <laughs> Every day. No, you're right. Not once a day, maybe 10 times a day. Why not? Well, not to people. There's been so many couples. There's so many couples that are struggling with that because there's now, you know, there's some couples that are together more than they ever have been. And they're like, whoa, I need some space. I love, that's me. I love my husband so much, but I need to have Chelsea time, like watch my own show, have my own time, not be in partnership, so to speak. And, but then there's so many couples that feel this pressure that because we're together, we should have afternoon delights. But again, don't do the shoulds. Do what your heart and your soul really wants to and talk and communicate that with your partner if you're in partnership. Now, will you help women get to that point of saying, you know, you say what you want to say and then you get this whole backlash. You go, I didn't mean it that way. And then you backpedal. Mm -hmm. and you really should be standing strong and firm. I just talk from, you know, people that we know. I think that, Doc, I think what you gotta do is you gotta do a man thing. You gotta tell men mm -hmm. how to keep their mouth shut mm -hmm. and open their ears and don't say a word. You are not allowed to speak for 24 hours. You gotta turn to a monk for 24 hours. And then and it would listen. take away, and just listen, it would take away all the negative back and forth. Because when a woman says something that you disagree to as a man, you're gonna, mm -hmm. you're gonna fight. You're gonna stand there and she says, hey, I've been doing it like this all my life. So it's gotta be right. That's my voice from Brooklyn. It's gotta be right, <laughs> right? <laughs> but this is the problem. It is lack of communication and then how the communication takes forward. That's what the problem mm -hmm. comes to. Well, in the communication piece, I know there's so many people that even here, and I even just said it, like, communicate better, communicate better, but you have to see, and I'm sorry, my connection's a little off, so hopefully you can still hear me, is 
we get caught in these negative cycles in our relationship and we get triggers and from that trigger we act in a certain way we talk in a certain way we have these thoughts inside of our minds and that because we're in connection with our partner is going to influence our partner and we can get caught in a negative feedback loop or in a positive feedback loop and understanding your triggers and how you're pulling your partner into either a negative cycle or positive one is actually what creates all the difference and that's all about attachment theory and emotionally focused therapy i have programs on that so that you can actually communicate with each other and especially for us women not all women but a lot of women we need to have a good heart-to-heart -heart connection with our partner to be able to go into the bedroom because if i just had a recent fight with my partner it's going to be like hell no i'm not going in there it's not going to happen the plan b bedroom well, that's a whole nother show I want to do. Exit stage right. You know, I'm a proponent of after a certain time in life, and I talk to my friends, there should be like his chambers and hers chambers, or hers and hers and his and his, whatever your arrangement is. Because if you just want to sleep, who said you have to sleep in the same bed to sleep? You can have like a middle meeting room, you can make plans to meet in someone else's room, but then you want to sleep. You don't want to hear someone snoring, you don't want someone hogging the covers, but somehow that becomes an intimacy personal thing. Wow, you changed because I remember I used to say, I love when Chuck snores, it's so romantic. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> so I talked to my friends who now have grown children, and this one says, well, he slept in so-and-so's room because th this one was snoring, or he hugs the covers, or I got hot because I'm going through menopause, and it all changes, all this, you know, the illusion of this perfect thing at home in one bed and no one snores, and, and she looked perfect like, um, Mrs. Maisel, when she goes to bed, have you ever seen that? Right, her hair's yeah. done and her makeup's on and she gets up in the morning and she takes the cold cream off before he wakes up. And not so much anymore. I'm glad she brought up the M word. What, Mrs.? Menopause. Oh. <laughs> All of a sudden, I've been hearing, last night I heard it on, at the radio station, the day before. All I'm hearing all of a sudden is this M word. It's because your demographic is hanging out with me now. But menopause, I, I, don't, I, don't, I guess I don't know what that means. What does menopause mean? That you change as a human being? It's a transition. Know. Well, there's a lot to it for sure, but it's another transition of the woman in the impact of our hormones. And we're going to, as humans, this is a given. We're going to evolve. We're going to grow. Nothing is ever static and stays the same. And right. this is why when being why I named my business Intentional Intimacy is you have to evolve how you connect to yourself and how do you connect with others and your partner based on where you're at in your life and not expect it to be kind of like you were saying, Don, with having this perfect movie image of a relationship. It's like, no, real life is my partner snoring and I'm like smacking him so he wakes up because he's waking me up, right? That's wow. real life and you... You update, you update the connection as you evolve and grow. And that's where a lot of couples get stuck because they don't update what things need to look like. Or they don't think it's okay to evolve because one of you has evolved mm -hmm. and maybe the other one still thinks you're from 30 years ago. So that yeah. it's, a whole, it's a conversation that needs to be had, but maybe you feel a little uncomfortable having it. Yes. Well, well we only grow if we're uncomfortable. There's also the throwback because you got a bunch of millennials in here. They're loving this, by the way. They're like bunch shaking of, their head. They're high-fiving each other. Bunch of <laughs> millennials. But in here, the millennial person has changed. I think that the mm -hmm. virus 
I think the, the quarantine, I think the depressions in school, looking for work, getting a job, getting a paycheck, getting unemployment, blah, 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 and everything else, they've changed. And I don't think that they realize the amount of change until they try to meet or meet someone. Then the game is different. All of a sudden, you know, they're looking around, like, what am I supposed to say and do? We, I think we talked about this the other day, guys. No, you don't install the apps, you use Vinny's phone. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> but do you think you've Cold changed? Turkey. Yeah, because I, I used to meet I used to meet people at, at like venues, parties, mm. like, you know, going out to get a drink, and the next thing you know, what's going on, stuff like that, like humanly interaction. Now it's all virtual. It's not. Selena, you think you've changed? I feel like I did a little bit. A little bit? Yeah. You only changed a little bit? This much. You changed this much, Doc. <laughs> just a little bit. Not a whole bunch, just a little bit. But when she, <laughs> are you dating somebody now? Um. Sort of, kind of, maybe? Kind of. Uh-huh, and there it comes, Doc. <laughs> the sort of, kind of dating that's going to change when she sort of cutting dates. Watch her cut bait. Nah, it ain't for me. People have changed. People are changing right now. Everything around we us is making us change. We have to evolve. We have to evolve. This is the resistance to change is what creates the anxiety. It's again, we are evolving creatures. And right now, right, all of us are evolving in a big kind of change and we have to go with the flow. When you go with the flow and you remind yourself, I'm gonna be okay, everything's okay checking in with yourself that's the self-relationship checking in with the loved ones around you updating as you need to i mean i don't know how i have never had this many like financial conversations with my husband before because we have to keep updating it all the time because so many things are changing or social things and it's you just have to keep going with the flow that's it i got a question i got a hundred questions <laughs> you know you you're living in a situation where money's going to be tight and there's tight mm -hmm. money and then there's the new there's the new virus type money, which is higher than you've ever seen. So you're out there and you're doing your deal and you come home and you don't want to hear it. I know it's hard. It's there. How do you politely, is that the right word I want to uh -huh. use? How do you politely say, I don't need to hear it. I just lived it. I understand. I'm working on it. How do you politely say that without making it sound like, would you get the hell away from me? <laughs> well, one of the biggest things, you know, there are times when even I'm talking with my husband and I am not, I'm not emotionally or energetically available for the conversation. And when that happens, and this is something too, even with intimacy, if you're not energetically or emotionally available for a connection, it, that's okay, and, but you have to honor the other person. Like if someone wants to talk about something, say the virus, just honor, oh my gosh, I know this is probably really important for you to talk about. I'm not available for this right now. Could we maybe talk after dinner so I can actually eat something so I'm not hangry right now? Or could we talk about something else? But the biggest piece is just acknowledging when somebody wants to reach out to you because it's what's called a bit of connection. And so you don't want to say like, 
go away. <laughs> don't bug me right now because that yeah, is you literally don't want to say it, but okay, I get it. I, get it. I need a doctor. <laughs> you don't, not advised. I acknowledge you, but I'm just not emotionally available for this right oh, now. Oh, I can get it. I can see getting. <laughs> I can see not getting away with that, Doc. Emotionally, what? Yes. But you're just not ready. You've lived in finances. I always say most fighting in couples comes down to finances and sex. Or the mm. other way. Or sex. But one of the two. I can't tell you. One comes for it. depends on the situation. If your bank account's low, you don't want to have sex. If you don't have sex and you're fighting over sex, it just seems to always come down to those two things. Everyone goes to work. They do their thing or they don't. Now people are working virtually. But what's the bottom line? Sex and finances seems to be like. But Don, can't sex be like the mental stimulation thing? You know, like, emotional okay, yes. like an emotional deal. And, you know, I, I don't want to get busy right now because I don't know how I'm going to make my car payment. But what if, as you get older, menopause and men go through their things, sex and intimacy mm -hmm. evolve. It's not what it was like yes. when you were 20 or 30, whether you have kids or not. Your body's is not quite the same. Maybe yours is. Men go through the thing. Men got thing? I don't know. We got things? They the get same? menopause, we get the things. Are, you, are your things the same at 58? I got, a, I got a tattoo when I was 42. And they said to me, oh, you're going through your thing. <laughs> I said, no, I got drunk and I got a tattoo. It's my thing. So I get a thing and you get a menopause. Would you work the same way at 50 plus as you did at 20 something? I work harder because I forget I things. That. I'm dumber. I mean, does your body work the same? Absolutely. It works in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I get a piece again no matter like where you are at in your life and the impacts and changes you know maybe if you've had kids or maybe you're sick or something or menopause are happening it doesn't matter the biggest thing and this is something that is so huge is our our sex life is not meant to look like it does on the tv like the last time i recorded how long it took for you know they they came home and they were like all kissing and smooching and then going into bed with a sigh at the end it was like 60 seconds like that's not even enough time for me to like take off my shoes. So one, you that's have not, to give that's, space. Doc, that's not real. Wait a minute. Sixty seconds. Sixty seconds is a long time, Doc. Space, space for intimacy to actually be there, and it's not—it's not supposed to be the whole shebang of things every time. Having this place of connection and pleasure and being with somebody it doesn't have to be the typical sex so to speak it can be a naked cuddle in bed and smooching out a suds up in the shower it can be any way that you want to connect with each other it doesn't have to end with the end goal in mind if that makes sense no happy ending just See, for the that's smile between a, a, a boy brain and a girl brain why because she says it better because men want this <laughs> ending so the women continues do you work with individual i know you've got a facebook private page mm -hmm. you work yes you so support um, groups or i have i have a bunch of fun things so i have my facebook group the intentional intimacy women's group so it's, that's a good free way to be in my world and from there i have an online book club i have programs i have one-on-one -on -one coaching and Right now I work specifically just with women, although I have worked with couples in the past. My heart is just in helping women, but still within relationships. So I, I've been doing this for about seven years and it's my life and I love it. And so you can join me in my Facebook group. 
Um, or you could go, and that's at Dr. Chelsea Page is the best way to find me on Instagram and Facebook or drchelseapage.com, my website, although I'm not as active on there, Facebook is really the place to do it. Now, I got to give your husband a lot of credit. What's your husband's name? <laughs> Paul. I got to give Paul a lot of credit. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you, if I was married <laughs> to you, I would be so, oh my gosh, she knows everything. There'll be no getting by, no air bubble, no nothing. So I got to give Paul a lot of credit. Um, only because, I mean, this is what you do for a living. And Paul ain't mm -hmm. never going to get over. Because no matter, you'll finish his sentence before he starts it. So Paul's <laughs> got to be on the up and up as to what's going on here. And I give him a lot of credit. Congratulations. I, I love the conversation. The the honesty from a woman's point of view, perspective, and the couple, she sees both sides. And she I'm sure it's different for women and women, couples versus women, male, you know. Yeah, women listen, like, I, like I said before, women are, the more powerful they get, the better it's gonna be. If guys would just shut up for a minute and listen, which we can work on that, the, the world would be a better place. If we didn't have the virus, the world would be even a better place. But isn't it weird before the virus came, we wanted mm -hmm. so much change. I mean, we we're taking stuff down and screaming at one another and doing stupid acts of stupidity on top of stupidity. All of a sudden, yeah. it's gotten even worse. So you kind of say, if we only had it back then, the way we had it, we could fix that. But we'll you know be what? A whole I think it, it's a perfect time to have the conversations. Yes. It, well, they have, we have to have the conversations. It's my personal belief that just either within our own personal selves or the relationship or globally that God, the universe, whatever it is that you believe in, gives us nudges for the changes that we need. And if we don't take the nudges, then it's going to be kind of a smack upside the head. And I feel like time is like a smack upside the head for us globally to get our shit together. <laughs> You're right. You know, Make God, don't, God don't like ugly. No, I love it. Now, let me ask you real quick. Are the women in Colorado different than the women out in the East Coast? How so? More laid back, more open-minded, you know, more that it's um, okay. I would say where I'm at right now, it's definitely more kind of liberal area, more open-minded. Um, and But that's just going to be pockets anywhere, I think. Um, as women, I think we're all the same but different. So because we're like a, there's a global connection now, then there's a lot more similarities. But again, we're all unique women, and it's paying attention to what's unique with you and who do you connect with and what feels good for you. Then that's that's the great thing I feel. But I feel, yeah, the East Coast has a different. I think it has a different vibe and energy. I actually it was does. East Coast. I've been there a few times. It's hard over here. I feel bad for these guys. I mean, they're having a hard time. They're like, friends don't tell you. Right? Slicker than men, Vinny. Harder time over here. You know what, Jack? Got to go west, young man. Got to go west. Yeah. Got to go to Colorado. They're more liberal. They're more open-minded. They may even tolerate you. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. She's like, maybe. Thank you so much for joining us. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. DrChelseaPage.com. Her blogs are great. The information is fantastic. I just got to see more. Do you do online classes? Do you do online seminars, webinars? Yes, I do free classes in my Facebook group. And from there, there's online programs that I have. Those are paid, my one-on-one coaching. 
But right now I'm in the midst of doing a 365 day Facebook live challenge. So you can catch me live every single day. Dr. Well, that would be kind of cool. Maybe we, we should do... invite her to be on a BYOB segment. That or maybe a, a daily, a da you know, you always so, wanted a tip of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember we, we had a um, tip of the week. We had a tip of the week. No, we had a tip of the week. Yes, yes. we had a tip of the week with a, a young lady in, in Atlanta. And we used to call her Sex at 101. Mm -hmm. And she used to bring the craziest things to the, to the surface. But she was also, she did real well. They, somebody picked her up and they took her to California. And we never heard from her again, but we, it's always <laughs> been on the back burner. I want to start a new show called What Your Friends Don't Tell You. Ooh, I like that. So that's what a new show, a new platform that. I want to start. That sounds like the morning show. No, but it's from like the woman's point of view. Different bedroom, sex, intimacy, kids. You know, financial things, things that you're not even comfortable talking to your spouse or your friend about because your right. friend's life seems perfect until you say, this is what's going on. And they go, oh, me too. I didn't think anyone else was going through that. And then suddenly the conversation oh. evolves because we all go through it. But even your closest friend, you're afraid to say something. And when you do, mm -hmm. it opens up the That's door. That's why women all go to the bathroom at the same time. Pretty much. I mean, you're in a, a room full of women at dinner, and once it's like I go oh. to the bathroom, everybody go, all the women go, what are you, playing cards in there? Remember what the hell is that? It's all tactics. Oh, my God. It's the modern, <laughs> hilarious. modern woman's circle, right? Women's circles, that's always been the way yeah. to really talk with each other, learn from each other, grow, and everything. So it's almost like this mini modern woman's circle. Let's go to the bathroom. And then you learn that it's not the highlight reel on like Facebook and social media that there's real stuff going on, even though there might be the the good, only good stuff being posted on social media. So we have to be careful with that. There's there's stuff that goes on beneath the surface, behind the doors. Yep. See, the Always. thing is that what you women don't know is when you go to the bathroom, the guys now know this. And we have the boys club. And we all know what direction we're going. <laughs> we know what's happening. Except with no one's going out for dinner anymore, so it totally changes it, right? And then that came along. But we were getting the yeah. hang of it. You know, guys were getting the hang of it saying, hey, they're over there. You know what they're talking about? If you only knew what we know, talking about you guys. I know. Thank you so much. We'll stay in, in touch and see if we can put that where your friends don't tell you together. Yes. Well, so good to be on, and thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Chelsea Page. Check her out on Facebook, drchelseapageonline.com. You can find her on social media. Everything is there, always professional. And there's a private Facebook group, so you don't have to worry that everyone's in there voyeuring. You have to be accepted into a group. You're, you were a lot of fun and a good sport, Dr. Thank you C. so much. Thank you, thank you, thank Stay you. Stay safe. Thank you, you too. Are we turning this over, Slick? Do we have one more spot? Amazon, interesting. You guys gonna set Amazon up? I don't know, because they're looking like they're, um, the wingman is where I think I it is. Know. Oh, listen, I just want to say real quick, I hear there's some graduations uh, happening tomorrow. I got to tell you a joke. I know Vinny's graduating tomorrow, congratulations. And then, and, and then Dawn tells me, uh, Slick is happy he's graduating tomorrow. I go, Slick is not graduating tomorrow. She goes, yeah, because his wingman is graduating. Slick's so you really get to see. You get to bathe in the glory. He's been singing graduation songs all morning. Where's that? What are we doing here tomorrow, guys? What are we gonna do? We gotta. You want a belly dancer? <laughs> Manny, get ready. <laughs>
Spider-Man suit. No, we gotta do something special. We gotta get you guys a camera and some mics if we're gonna do that spot, or we can do it when we come back from a commercial break on the rejoinder. We can do it when we come back. All right, let's take a quick commercial break. Yes, Lenny, why don't you take us out, Lenny? Lenny, take us out. And tomorrow we will be doing something for Mr. Lenny. We gotta do something. on fire so let's spread your business like a wildfire spotlight your business ideas and events through our Brooklyn Cafe TV channel on Amazon fire contact us at 888-224-5422 for more information let the whole town even the whole country know your message with a click of a button Together, we ignite. Amy Minty combines the hilarity of For Better or Money, the eroticism of For Love or Sanity, the mystique of For Sink or Swim, and the suspense of For Sex or Revenge, making her fifth novel, For Strip or Gamble, her best to date. Get your copy at amyminty.com or amazon.com. Get yours now. Slick, what you doing? You know, I'm just checking out the Brooklyn Cafe now on Amazon Fire. The show that makes you laugh and giggle. I mean, if you want to see more of me and Vinny. Mostly me. Mostly, <laughs> mostly me. myself, I would say. Me, me. If you want to see more of the Slickster, you can download Amazon um, Brooklyn Cafe on the Amazon Fire Stick. See you and soon. back to you guys. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. Cafes, we wrap up our third or Tuesday. What do we call Tuesday? Timeline Tuesday or Taco Tuesday? Taco Tuesday. I also want to, while we have this up, the piece behind you and the new art piece behind me, these come from Michelle Cancro, a good friend and an amazing artist. And these are kind of like homage to technology. The black and white, the film, there's old slides behind me, there's even the VHS tape, the little slide chromacone. What are they called? 
Chroma keys. Chroma keys, and then it moves from the black and white to the color behind you with the invent of social media and the Wii and film and there's Instagram, there's Facebook. There's film in there. There's real film. And wow. Isn't that pretty cool? And, and there's records and it's, they're just spectacular pieces. So like we always say, everything that you see on our set and in our studio is always for sale. If you're interested in these pieces, these are 48 by 48s. We're gonna hang them up and um, continue to share the creativity of our community. It's funny because you had the rap gentleman for the caskets, and I'm looking at these things and wondering, gives me some ideas. I know it's an ep I know I'm not going to tell you we had no guests, but this all sort of came together very late last night. So for people who think that these shows just come together, our crew is spectacular. They do just come together. They put it together. But nice spot with that. Together. Amazon Fire, fellas. Nice job, guys. That was hilarious. That was funny, right? And we definitely want to see more of. Vinny, I don't know too much about Slick. Vinny, do you have a mic? I, I want to know what, what kind of degree you're graduating with tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, a multimedia degree. How long were you in school? Four years? Um, FAU for three years. Before that, I was in Palm Beach State for a few years. Multimedia studies? Mo what does multimedia studies mean? Basically, you work with TV or media or something like Adobe softwares. <laughs> Yeah, it's all be softwares. So that if NBC comes to call and you'll be answering the phone. That'd be cool. I gotta tell you, he's a magician with a camera. He knows how to put a board together. We're not too far from what NBC does and in terms of production. They have a, a much larger stage than we do, of course, because it is what it is. But these are the basics to what makes that run. So congratulations on your degree. We're gonna celebrate Thank you. tomorrow. Slick's coming dressed as Spider-Man, apparently. <laughs> no, He's if I find something tula. that's a resemblance to Spider-Man, I'm gonna give it You're to him. You're gonna wear a red tutu? Oh no, hard <laughs> pass to him. But hard yeah, pass. we're gonna find. <laughs> well, he he reminds me of Peter Parker, so we're gonna try to see if we can find. Oh, I can find him something like Spider-Man-ish. Well, I'm, I'm I'm thinking what we should do is we'll we'll clear the set, um, and we're gonna make a ramp here so he can walk up, and we'll play Pomp and Circumstances. And he can get his virtue. Do you have a cap and gown? Um, I gotta find it first. I know it's somewhere in storage. Okay, storage. See, <laughs> storage. See if you have a cap and gown. Wear it tomorrow, and we will stand up here and give you the pomp and circumstances. Yeah. You, you ready to learn that song? <laughs> I don't have it. Very play it we could probably download it off the internet. Yeah, well, I gotta tell you, I have a cello at home, and I know how to play it on the cello. You gonna bring that in? Yeah. What is it like yeah, this? We're just it's gonna play pomp and circumstances on a recording. Make our life easier, but then maybe he'll come oh, up and get a degree <laughs> uh, because, you know, they don't get to walk anymore. So maybe we can do something with that. Which deal. way do you turn the tassel? It's left to right, right to left. I think right. it's right to left. And if you're going to throw it in the air, make sure you throw it that way because you're hitting a light and break. Like that girl. Right? Don't you just move the tassel from right to left? I think so, yeah. So I remember you have to do it with, since I'm right-handed, it was so unnatural. It's always that way. Yep. I was so drunk, my NYU graduation, I remember if I You're had You're gonna a decorate your cap, Vinny? So we know you in the crowd? Definitely. All right, tonight's exercise is gonna- What the hell is that? They decorate the top of their cap, so when you're in a vast graduation of 50,000, your parents go, oh, that's my kid. I remember my first time graduating with an associate degree back in Palm Beach State. I remember I walk up to get my degree with a, a Pikachu cap on. <laughs> 
Yeah, a bucket. Like I have a bucket half filled with Pikachu's on them. A Pikachu hat. That's hilarious. Yeah, I remember some teachers like, yeah, Vinny utters it mostly administration gave me the stinkiest face ever. Like, like I had a friend of mine when we graduated. He had some kind of white foam, like shaving cream, and he froze it. And he put it on top of his hat. And? And it was a great idea until the stupid thing started to melt. I was going to say, did it explode? No, it started to melt. So he started dripping. Why shaving cream? Was he going to, like, squirt it in the crowd? I don't think it was shaving cream. No, he wanted so people knew it was him uh, in the so crowd. So thing would be fun. It was 2,000 people were watching the square park. And this thing started, so he called it tears of joy because all the water and stuff was coming down cream. That's interesting. i don't know what it was it was frozen it was like and i kept saying you wet <laughs> you're back to that place <laughs> the graduation is here you remember when you graduated missy selena you remember you remember uh, where did you graduate from from fau and what did you do after graduation i think i went out to dinner you remember where it was uh restaurant by commercial in Fort Lauderdale. You don't remember the name? Were you Blitz? You don't remember the name of the commercial? I mean, the restaurant? Was it? You don't no, remember? I have the worst memory. Is that what it is? Yeah. Graduation. You remember your graduation? Which one? College. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, here we go. Whenever she mm-hmm me, she doesn't want me to ask. So, let me ask you. You graduated from the University of Miami. Where did you graduate? In the football field? Where was it? In the middle of campus. Our graduations were always outside. Okay, and what did you do after the graduation? No clue. You don't remember where you went? I'm even thinking graduate school. I remember when I, we went to tour campus again when Aaron just graduated. I remember graduating in the music hall, but afterwards I have no recollection of, because I went undergrad and grad school at the University of Miami. I don't remember what I did afterwards. You don't remember the restaurant or nothing? Lenny, you remember where you graduated? Last year. Where'd you go after? I, I, I don't remember where I went afterward. I didn't really have a big. Holy thing. smokes. You remember where you went? Yes. Uh, Slick, you remember when you graduated, where you went afterwards? Oh, yeah. I said my, my graduation from college was um, very depressing. So. Okay, never mind. Yeah. I don't want to get I went to it. jail. <laughs> I didn't go to jail, no, but it was like, it was very silent. Like, that was, it was basically, I just went to the ceremony, but. None home. of my family was there, so very hey, sad. So it, was, it was colleagues and friends were there. So we'll let you walk tomorrow too. Yeah, you yeah. We'll let, let you walk tomorrow with Vinny. It's okay. No, nah, it's Vinny's day. I can't steal it. I can't. I can't take well, his life. I'll take his light if I do that. <laughs> it's Vinny's light. day. Off the dome. Share the light. Off, Off the dome. dome. Yeah. NYU. When I graduated, my parents took me to a restaurant down in the village, and they didn't understand what the village meant. And I said, Dad, this is the village. And he says, why are we kneeling? <laughs> you were kneeling? It was an Indian restaurant, <laughs> yeah. We were kneeling. I said, Dad, we don't have to stay. No, no, no. I want to do it right. I, I know you. this is you. you. I said, this ain't me. I've never been in the place. I said, but whatever you want. And we sat there. And we had vodka. And they were oh, laughing. And we took the train down there and the train home. Amazing. The A train. We had yeah. asked the girl. Val, I think, graduates in December. Right, Val? So she graduates in December. She's got one Teddy more class, graduated? I believe, and Teddy graduated a couple years ago. Teddy, you remember where you went for dinner? 
After graduation. Sushi place. Sushi. Sushi Shout Mata. Out to my own heart. Sushi Mata. So I'll have one more graduation coming up in December. Axley Callaway, I think, is graduating. Tomorrow. Tomorrow also? Is he coming in? I don't know. We I should do, know. Slick, you should ask Callaway to we'll do a gradu FAU graduation ceremony here at the Brooklyn Cafe Show. That'll be kind of fun. Or the FAU Can we alumni. stream it? Yeah. Or the FAU alumni being here. I'll be, I'm no, a, I'm a. we're stream it. It'll be virtual. I'll tell my son to come. He's okay. another FAU graduate. We can't have people here. They can watch it though, virtually. Virtually. They can wave. There you go. I won't be here either. I'll be waving. <laughs> I want to give out a diploma, damn it. Did you get a diploma when you graduated up on there or did they mail it to you? mailed it to me. Me too. Yeah. I was so disappointed in that. It took six months to get my You got a piece degree. of paper. We should hang it up here in your office. I don't even know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, thank you. Everyone who tunes into our show, they think it's easy. It'll come together. It comes together not because of me and Freddie. It comes together because of our spectacular crew. And you yeah. hear us talking it through because as you see on our Pop, <coughs> we are a working internship classroom for many. Our crew is here. They're here to learn things that they didn't learn in school, things that they learned in school to put forward, and we walk it through with them, and they are able to get us to do what we do. So you'll hear us walking it through, and that is why we are not NBC. That is why we are the Brooklyn Cafe, powered by Amp Media Productions and Amp2 TV. So thank you for your patience, and they're learning as we go, and this all happens because of our crew and our teamwork. Word of gratitude, I'd say, sir. Right? So things that we are grateful for. Have a great day, everyone. Be kind to each other. Please be safe. And don't be late. Bye-bye. Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show is over, the Brooklyn Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the laughs from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring more good cheer next time. You can follow The Brooklyn Cafe on Facebook at The Brooklyn Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. Well, see you next time. In the cold and sleepless nights, I wait for you to bring me back to life. My electric eyes It doesn't mean that time can pick in every single breath I want to unfreeze my heart and fly away That's why I want to say sound waiting deep inside my maze of sweeping breaks and colors